Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host Chris, and here we'll be delving into the multitude of strange occurrences that happen within Scotland. Please contact us with your accounts at the Scottish Paranormal Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Podbean, or iTunes, and you can contact us by either means. Tonight's episode we're on the Scottish borders with Becky, recounting stories of strange voices through the night, strange creatures, ghosts and shadow people. So sit back, listen in, give yourself some time to listen to some high strangeness. Okay, so I thought I was nine when this story took place, but I was actually ten. I remember it quite, that, that, that time was quite kind of memorable um, as my paternal grandfather had passed away like I think oh, it must have been in the January of 87 and they'd booked this holiday to Scotland it was the first time we'd ever been to Scotland um, as like you know something new and exciting and he never got to come so he never got to visit Scotland with us mm-hmm. and we so when this happened I was 10 I turned 10 in um, the July of 87 and another thing kind of memorable about this time, I think it was, um, oh, God, what's his name? Michael Fish, the weatherman. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the famous, you haven't got to worry about the storm in October. It's mm-hmm. not going to be too bad. And then when it actually happened, it was just like bad. a massacre. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, you know, everything sort the of massive, A massive foot pie in his part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that was yeah. kind of the other thing that stands out in my head with it. Um so we went to this holiday cottage. Uh, it's just outside of Langham, mm-hmm. um, probably nearer Langham than Hoyk. You'll have to excuse if I'm getting the, the name pronounced. No, you, wrong. you pronounced that. You pronounced Hoyk, right? That's it. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> then. People, some people will probably say Haywick. Haywick, no, Hoyk. Yeah. So we um, stayed there. It was, um, I'd say, I'd guess, I'd say it was probably 10 minutes outside of Langham at the most. And it was apparently, it was, the estate that it was on was owned by the Duke of Buccleuch. Yeah. And this house called Begrains was the Duke's shooting lodge, mm-hmm. apparently. I don't know if he still used it, but it was out for rent anyway. Yeah. So it was um, the house was kind of off the main road. And then you probably have a good five or ten minute drive again um, through a couple of farms and then you'd end up at Begrains. Now, looking on maps today, it seems like the road goes on further, but I think they were doing work kind of the last... We stayed there a few times, and I think the last couple of times we stayed, they were doing work to extend the road. For what purpose, I don't know, but, yeah. Had the, the house been there for a while? I think it was, like, a been attached to an estate. Was it, like... A, yeah, it was... I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to gather kind of how long, but we're talking about, like, an old 
cottage, yeah. I'd say you're probably looking at, oh, my God. Easy 100 a years or something like that. Easy, a couple uh, of hundred years old, easy, I would have thought. Probably like one of the old stone, mm-hmm. you know, Scottish cottages. So, like, really, really picturesque. It was beautiful, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And to access it, like, the... You, the car you'd drive you'd have to drive over it wasn't exactly a bridge but you know when they put like big um i can't remember what they're called like the almost like the massive drains just underground so a a stream can carry on and then you've got like almost like a solid a solid piece of road more than the bridge you'd you'd cross that Mm -hmm. and then you park your car and you're about to go into this house um i mean it was a beautiful place it always had, I mean, I don't know if it was because I was just little. I mean, we're talking like 23 years ago nearly. Mm-hmm. It always had a real kind of <sighs> bit of a strange air to it. Not necessarily anything horrible. Mm-hmm. Just almost like um, it was quite a, felt like quite a magical place. Do you think would, you, you pick that up when you're especially that age? Or do you think it's a thing you pick up generally where, like, would your mum and dad pick up in that at the time? Or was it mainly yeah, when, I mean, that age? Probably a bit of both, really. I mean, in the house itself, there was, I know there was two bedrooms upstairs and you've got a living room, kitchen. And downstairs there was, I don't know if it was like a second sitting room. Hmm. I, I believe it was a second sitting room and not a third bedroom. You sort of came out of the living room by the front door and the entrance to this room was directly across it. And that room always had a really weird vibe. We never used it. It was almost like, I don't know, it almost felt like you were going into someone else's living room mm-hmm. and it was like uncomfortable. And we, my dad, he was a big fisherman up there. He, he used to, we used to store, it was a storeroom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the multiple cans of beer and the fishing rods and, you know, shopping, everything would go in that room yeah. and we'd use the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. And that was always the case. I'd ever, Whenever we stayed there, I probably stayed there two or three times. And this particular happening, if you like, I've got a feeling it was either the night before we were due to come home Mm. or, you know, one or two nights. It was towards the end of the holiday. And um, I had to share a room, like two single beds with my grandmother. And we went to bed as normal. And um, (laughs) it it sounds daft now. I think I said in my message at that time, I was a timid little soul and there was no way I was going to go downstairs for a pee in the middle of the night. It wasn't going to happen. So my parents used to leave a book. Definitely not at that age. Where no, because like, I ain't going darkness down. darkness and the lights and all that. Yeah. I had the same conversation with, with Timothy yeah. as well about that. So we had, a, we had a bucket at the top of the stairs. So if I need the pee. <laughs> so, so, so you're slopping out. and <laughs> Yeah, slopping out. So knowing me, my dad would be using it as well, knowing him, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> that, that's what, that's, that was our thing. Mm-hmm. So you'd have the, the landing light on and I was asleep and I was definitely I was woken up I wasn't you know I I, I was asleep and something woke me up and it wasn't like a sudden I'm awake it was like you know if somebody was like you somebody's trying to wake you up like you know uh, they're doing to you like Chris Chris you were like you know you slowly coming around and so I woke up and I, I was definitely awake there was no doubt about that and I was lay there and I wasn't frightened. I honestly, I wasn't frightened. And I could just hear a little girl, definitely a girl, mm-hmm. with an English accent. It wasn't Scottish, 
singing outside the house. And no. I think what makes it so really... What, what time, sorry, interrupt, what, what time do, you, do you reckon? Well, I, I know obviously you're young, it's probably a good bit yeah. of it. Was this like middle of the night time? Yeah, kind of time? I mean, yeah. Every, the whole house was asleep and it was, it was during this storm as well we were having. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing, kind of, even at 10, I just thought, how the hell can I hear anyone singing out there? There's no houses round about you, nothing like that. No, no. I'd say the nearest farm was probably, if you were on foot, oh, 10, 15 minutes at least. Mm-hmm. And there was like, there's no um, no street lights, nothing. And it was in the middle of this storm. Mm-hmm. So the little stream by the house was like really, really swollen, you know, yeah. Ready to burst its banks. You'd got the wind howling through the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so to hear somebody singing, really they'd have to be belting it out, but yeah, totally at the same nice. time, they weren't. They weren't. They were just somebody singing naturally, but I could hear it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, so much thinking about it over the years, thinking, oh, God, it's really weird. I mean, it was only recently I thought, they weren't Scottish. Mm-hmm. That's like... You'd have, obviously you'd expect it. It's a little yeah. Scottish state. They weren't Scottish. They were they were English. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lay there a bit, thinking obviously that's a, that's a bit weird. And I kind of did something that there's no way on God's earth I'd do now. I got out of bed because I needed to pee as well, <laughs> and went to the window and pulled the curtain back. And you got there's not a chance you couldn't pay me to do that now. And I looked outside, and the night was like. It was black. It was, you know, you could probably see your own reflection better than you could outside. Mm-hmm. There was no, um, there was no lights. There was nothing. And all the time, they were carrying on singing. It's so it's absolutely, went, it's really weird. And I went went to the loo, still hearing the singing. Mm-hmm. Came back into the bedroom. I did try and wake my gran, and I think she'd had a bit of sherry. I will be honest. So I was like, you know, grandma, grandma. Ooh, you know, go back to sleep, whatever. Um, and so I thought, well, what, what do I do? I can't wake my mum and dad up because I don't want to get told off. She won't wake up. So, you know, what do I do? So I got back into bed and lay there, still listening to this singing. And all they were singing was the word somewhere. Oh. And all they were singing. And got back in bed and eventually... I just fell back to sleep and that that was it um I, I've looked probably I think as I've got older I kind of it, it's one of the things I've seen like odds and sods throughout the years things that are a bit weird and stuff but that's the one that has really kind of had the most impact on me I think mm-hmm. um over the years particularly like with the um the internet I've kind of done searches to see if I could find anything about the area, you know, logically as a little girl died in the area, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, I did speak to my dad earlier, just saying, oh, just getting the, you know, different things right. And I said, you know, I mentioned to them, oh, um, they weren't Scottish. And my dad said, well, actually, that's not that unusual for that area. It's no, because it's on the borders. Um, uh, it's a border yeah. area, yeah. Yeah, so it's not. You know that it's not necessarily a thing, mm-hmm. um, but there couldn't be any. There could not have been anybody out there. Not that time like of night. I mean, I understand as well when you were saying not in the weather conditions about how um, 
as I said to you when I was uh, talking to you via text before, with uh, being that black outside, I've had that before when it's it's um, it's that dark that you can't even you can't see nothing. You can't see a no. foot of you. It's like crazy. No, I can't it, even remember there being like any moonlight. Mm-hmm. It so was. So you, when you, so you did you have, did you have a fear at the time when when you heard this, or be just no. different in a sense we you wanted to? to it was just, it right was just, it was just weird. I wasn't, I wasn't scared mm-hmm. at all. I can't say I had any. There's no negative feeling about. There's, I can't say I wasn't enjoying it, but there was no, mm-hmm. there was nothing horrible about it. Mm-hmm. But I just knew it was odd. It was kind of it shouldn't be happening because. Yeah. There was no logic to it at all. Did you tell um, your parents the next morning? I did, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I like over the years, I begged them. I said, "Did you set anything up? What did you leave a ride? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. You know, have you trolled me a little bit when I was little, just for a bit of excitement, a bit of fun?" And they've always insisted they haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they had done that, I don't, I don't know how they would have done it. Because I mean, you're talking 1987, the sign yeah. of tape records and you've that. Got, um, you've got TVs. If you've got a TV, you probably had like three channels or four channels. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I can remember like making radio shows when I was little, like messing about, and you'd press like the record and play on your little, yeah, um, your little recorder, and the, the you know the playback wouldn't be that good. You couldn't have put anything outside in that weather anyway. No. Um, and kind of, the, it was so clear. Mm-hmm. It was so clear, but it wasn't coming from in the house because that's one thing I thought. I thought, well, could it could it be in the house? But as I went, like, left my room to go to the loo and obviously the door shut behind it, it kind of um, went quieter. Mm-hmm. And when I went back into the bedroom, it was louder and it wasn't from within the bedroom. See, was- think, thinking of that as well, which it was just actually yesterday, and it's funny you, you saying that as well, uh, maybe your parents didn't hear it. Maybe you just heard that. Maybe you were the only person to hear it. It was. I think you know, I was. My wife had done a my wife had done a thing um, on her, on her phone. It's like so people below a certain age. It was like a, a thing in, a thing on a, a phone or a, a thing in a YouTube or something like that. It said below a certain mm-hmm. age um, or above a certain age can't hear this noise, and the noise went. And I couldn't hear it. She couldn't hear it. And I, I know the kids oh, are like that. Yeah. Yeah. The kids are all holding their ears because they could all hear it, but we couldn't hear it. Yeah, it's like those um, things they put outside shops and it to stop teenagers congregating. Like yeah, the, yeah, totally. And um, I, I, I really, I do believe that that children pick up in in so much stuff. You know I mean, and then they reach a certain age, and then it, it tends to go. You know I mean, and that's I do believe that. I mean, I, I yeah. do think that like people are more sensitive when they're younger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally. Aye, mad story. I mean, absolutely. Mad. Not, I, 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 I would love to have a bit of. You know, I know I'm never going to find out sort of who or what it was. In terms of investigating, um, it'd be interesting to see if, if you, can you went there and you asked about the house, or I mean, that's yeah. like the main the main estate. They might know something. I mean, yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never even thought about doing that. I think probably part of the thing that will put me off really that they might think I'm slightly insane, but you know, <laughs> there's worse things. <laughs> They try and get people to open up to you in in general terms. Anyway, it's hard and it's hard to try and talk about it in a certain way yeah. to total strangers. I thought, and I thought you don't know what you're probing, do you? You know, like um, oh, 
Have you had a tragedy involving a young girl? <laughs> oh, my God, what? my granddaughter. Oh, God, you know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, just the word somewhere over and over again. So oh, very... Yeah. Um, just singing it, singing it what? somewhere. Yeah, just like singing somewhere and going over and over again. It was really weird. <laughs> weird. I wonder if it was trying to get you to come outside. Well, I mean, to be fair, it could have spent all night and there was no bloody going <laughs> Give it its best shot, you know what I mean? I didn't get any... Oh, do you know, I didn't get any vibes that I was being lured anywhere. Do you know what I mean? I didn't yeah. feel... I went to the window to look because I just needed to see. I needed to, like... To see. What yeah. the hell was it? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I told them my family. I'm not sure they kind of, I want to say they didn't believe me, but I think they were probably a bit skeptical initially. Um, but then over the next kind of 23 years, when I've kind of said that is what happened, um, yeah. I think that I thought I got bored by now if I was making it up. <laughs> when you look at the history of the amount of ghost sightings over the years, like right through, like just go back hundreds of years, mm. you know what I mean? And every family has got a ghost story. Oh God, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? and uh, some people still dismiss it. You know what I mean? But they'll happily go to church and chapel and believe in spirits and whatever else and religions and whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah, they dismiss yeah. like things like that. But that was when I when when I was talking to Timothy about um, some of the stuff that um, happened in my old house. But I forgot about all that stuff, and a lot of us didn't even talk about that out with the family kind of thing. And and then it was like you know actually starting to go back and ask my sisters about it. Then more stuff was coming out, and then um, ah, it's just it's mad. But it's uh, I mean we we spent a lot of time in Scotland, and um, that house that Begrains was on uh, it was a place called Bent Path. Mm -hmm. um, but over the years we went to um, another place called what was it? It was on the Wester Hall Estate. Um, and that was kind of apparently, my, according to my dad, it was like a really old settlement where there was a lot of cattle rustlers, mm -hmm. and you had like a big mausoleum there with all like um, you know cow skulls um, chiselled oh, into it and everything. And that was a weird place, and it, it wasn't far really. It was kind of maybe slightly in the opposite direction to where we stopped. Mm -hmm. And I know it was. After the fact, obviously, you know, the awful um, events in Lockerbie. Yeah. Um, a lot of, uh, apparently, there's a place called Windy Corner, and there might even be some people that know what I'm talking about. You, you'd go through Windy Corner on the way to this um, house. It was just called the Pink Cottage. Mm -hmm. And we got quite friendly with the gamekeeper of the estate, and he said it's kind of on the night that um, that tragedy happened. He came round the corner, and the whole road was littered with um, suitcases. Like suitcases and people's belongings and all that kind of thing. And when we stopped at this pink cottage, that was it was a beautiful house. Um, but it was really weird at night. Going outside at night at that place was proper khaki pants scary. Was the pink cottage part of an estate? It was the Wester Hall estate. And was that um, pink as well? Say again, sorry. Was the actual house pink as well? Yeah. The main house. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Oh, possibly. I don't know. There was the, there was a pink cottage that was pink, which was on the Wester Hall Estate, mm -hmm. and then the other one was on um, Begrains was on um, the Duke of Buccleuch's estate just down the road. Ah, oh, right. um, um, at the pink cottage, so you just going out at night. It was horrible. 
and I've stopped there kind of as an older um, person as well, not an older person, but I stopped there kind of when I was little, probably uh, 11, 12. And then I went back kind of with my now husband when he was my boyfriend, probably Mm -hmm. my early 20s. And it was always weird. And when you're in bed at that place, you would always hear like people moving around downstairs, although there'd be nobody, you know, everybody's in bed, but you can hear like cupboards opening and stuff downstairs. And uh, yeah, that was a really weird place, kind of in the same area. Um, yeah, we went, I stayed there with a friend, uh, probably when I was about 11 or 12. Mm. And we saw a monkey in a tree. A monkey in a tree. That's mad. <laughs> I know, it sounds really, really strange. We, so we g- looked out of our g- bedroom. Give me, give me, this, give me this story. <laughs> <Sorry. Go on. laughs> uh, so. We looked out of our bedroom window mm-hmm. and... There was a few like little, well, not not little trees. There was like a line of trees, and we're like, "What's that?" And we looked, and there was like, you know, I'm not implying it was kind of some sort of rogue Bigfoot that was lost or anything like that, because it was it was lit. It was um, uh, it wasn't huge. It was probably, oh god, I suppose comparing to my kids now, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so an average sized. 11 year old maybe yeah. yeah and it was swinging in the trees that it was it was like yeah it was very very dark very either black or very dark brown and it was swinging to the trees and it kind of swung round and like <laughs> made eye contact with us and me and my friend screamed because it you know <laughs> It was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. And we ran oh. downstairs to tell kind of, I think it was my grandmother and my mom, and they did think we were just taking the mick, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was something that and we, you know, never saw anything like it before or since. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was another weird place. So even that, even that where, like, if you look at it even from a logical standpoint, and what else could that be? No, I mean, there's no good, there's no, what else could it be? No, I mean, if you were... Trying to, no, if somebody was trying to logically look at it in a sense where the one that said it was anything, no from here or whatever else. What else could you put in its place? Nothing, you know. I don't what know. I mean, I you didn't get, it, we didn't get monkeys here. We didn't get. Well, no. I suppose if you want to be like, you know, you wanted to kind of discount the paranormal, is there somebody with weird pets and one's escaped and we just happened to see it kind of marauding through the West of Hall Estate at that moment? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It was, uh, it was a weird play, and on the the back of this the pink cottage there was like um, a hill covered mm-hmm. in in trees and there was an old derelict chapel up there and it always fascinated us and i remember on one holiday me my dad and my friend actually kind of beat our way up to it and you know actually visited it um i don't know what kind of the relevance of it was mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's just a weird place totally wild though with the yeah. um the kind of monkey bigfoot we thought keep take things yeah i don't know it was like yeah so i've had like a random singing child and a monkey <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but, mad so what area, area are you from yourself um so from the black country so oh. like living quite a hold out hold house we've got um i think we've got maybe a few books of our own but um a few kind of a man who appears at the bottom of the stairs is that right um, yeah 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 it's like a shadow man in a hat um that we saw the first day we moved in 
and we think there's a little. How, how long have you been there? How long have you been the property now? We've been just oh no, back coming up to three. Years, no, actually longer than that. Um, about four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's yeah, I think it's a house that is right, really, really super friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got, we think we've got like a little, a kid, as well. Um, that occasionally will close doors on you and has thrown things around a couple of times. Um, sort of made me jump once. I told it off and it's not done it since. So that was all right. Um, calls my youngest name a lot. Um, so my, my youngest, um, we've got an attic where we've got the computer and stuff. Yeah. Um, my youngest is Vinny. And he's a bit upstairs near Hill. Vinny, Vinny. And he'll come down and say, who's, shout, who's calling me? And I'm going to say, no, no, and he yeah, just gets oh, sorry. That's uh, my Google for some reason. Um, and he just gets really frustrated. Are you shouting me now? Oh God, sort of thing. Comes <laughs> back upstairs. So I think this, like you know, if we have got a ghost, it's just taking the Mickey out of him, really. Just what, what, him. what was the the kitty shadow person you seen with the hat? What was that? Can you can you that, was, that story? Literally, when the day we moved in. Um, and we, we didn't get in the house, so probably oh, it was a pain in the back. So it's about half past four, five o'clock when we actually got in. Mm-hmm. So we piled kind of all the boxes in the dining room. And it was either on that night or the next day. Obviously, we got a few days off work because we were, you know, we just moved. Yeah. And me and my husband, I think the kids were at school, and me and my husband were in the dining room starting, starting to unpack. And at the corner of my eye, I was like, oh, what was that was that? And Rich was like, What are you looking at? I said, I saw a really weird shadow then. And he said, oh, what did it look like? And I said, it was just like a shadow of a bloke. And bearing in mind, my husband, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have any time for this really. He's mm-hmm. you know, skeptical to the point of, nah, it's not, you know. And he said, Oh yeah, he said, um, yeah, I saw him earlier. And I was <laughs> like, What? Good. And he said, Yeah, I've already seen him. And then over like the next sort of weeks or something, you kind of saw him, uh, I would say regularly, but, you know, on and off. And it's just a mat, I'd say an average size bloke. You can tell he's wearing, not a tall, I'd say a top hat, but not a tall top hat, like yeah. one of the smaller ones. Do you yeah, know what I mean? mean? Yeah, you know what you mean. Um, and he always appears at the bottom of the stairs. You go down our stairs and then you've got like the living room drawer, door off one hand and like the dining room door on the other and he'll just appear at the bottom of the stairs and that's where he always appears apart from once when he's appeared outside our bedroom door which weirdly enough is like it's directly above where he normally appears mm-hmm. um so totally I did yeah um have you but, looked at the history of the house or anything or? we've tried for a bit we did have <laughs> with my, my eldest son um was having really bad night terrors and he was saying that he was seeing like, oh God, these really weird shadow people mm-hmm. that um, like, oh, almost like the, you know, the inky shadow people you hear about that kind of, kind of almost look like they're melting and they reform and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was saying, oh, there's one and they've got like his arm or his hand will turn into a claw and he's going to stab me with it. Like really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, somebody said to me, oh, why don't you get somebody around that knows about that stuff? And I thought, I ain't got nothing to lose if, you'll, if they'll help. 
because we were really out, he was really out struggling to sleep. What age is he when he was kind of having the night terrors? Um, he's 13 in a couple of weeks. So he'd have been about nine or 10, mm-hmm. I think. And he's always, to be honest, he's always seen, ever since we moved from our old house, um, which wasn't far away, so probably 10 minutes up the road by car, he, he started off in the attic. And we had to take kind of all the pictures down, all the mirrors down, uh, because he was seeing these things. And he's drawn, he, he, I don't know if I've, I wouldn't still have the picture now, but he's drawn them. And I only described them as being like really spiky, mm-hmm. really spiky and really weird things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sleeps in our living room. Um, and he was seeing things there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we kind of... Um, we we I was talking to a guy about what was going on and he offered to kind of do uh not not a spell. <laughs> That's not like the right a, word. A cleanse or something though. Uh, something like that, where he, he he sent us an envelope and it's got like um it's got like this I can't think of a word. It's like I'm going to use the word spell. It is not a spell, but I can't think of a better term for like it. Charm or something like that. Or, yeah. or, and or, he had to keep that mm-hmm. by him and it would keep them away. Mm-hmm. And he's not seen them. Or to be honest, say he's not seen them is a lie, but he doesn't see them most of the time. And when he does, they don't come near him. Mm-hmm. So that was weird, thankful. Um, and I don't think they're connected to like the the things we've got in here that are great and they're really friendly. And I wouldn't I wouldn't change my house. It's like it's the only place I think I've ever lived that's felt really feels like home. It's just it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my eldest, we went to um, a hotel in Shrewsbury, and it was oh my god, what was it called? It was like the Prince Rupert or something. It was like quite a camp name. I think it was like, yeah, I'm going to go for Prince Rupert. And we went there on purpose because it was meant to be really haunted. And I was thinking, oh, God, yeah, give us, get us a haunted room. Get us a haunted room. Um, <laughs> and we ended, up, we ended up in this room that was meant to be really, really haunted. I can't remember what, what, what by. And we didn't tell the kids because I didn't want kind of, you know, tantrums at half past one in the morning yeah. that they'd heard a bump or something, so we didn't say anything. And the next morning, my eldest was telling me how he was watching, mm-hmm. like a shadow man, I suppose, climbing up the walls. And for me and my husband were like, oh, blind me. <laughs> I just find it mad that kids like, see these things. I mean, I can, yeah. I can, when I was younger, I can't remember seeing much, but I had a really, really bad fear of the dark, and it was partly being in the house it was and stuff. And then uh, as I was I was talking to Timothy about it as well, but uh, the house I'm in now, I feel quite comfortable in here. And I don't mm. know if, like, it's, uh, you just kind of get a feel about a place. And uh, but my, my youngest was, he was the same. He was seeing, he, he had really, really bad fear of that. My wife's pretty much, she's not a sceptic, but she'd rather no believe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I yeah. know what's there. And, um, and I'm no outwardly, Talking about anything like that to the kids or whatever, and he said he was, he said he was, he was seeing something black at the side of his eye, or he would get up and he would see something, and you could easily put it down to 
um, a tricky delight or whatever, as I said in the podcast, didn't they, um, Timothy? But then it was um, one morning he said he'd seen, as you were saying about the spiky thing, he said he'd yeah. seen that at the end of the hall. It was like, it was, he said it was black, like a black kind of thing, and it looked like an octopus. And then it, and then it disappeared. Yeah. And then I'd, after kind of that, I just... We'll leave his light on. He sleeps his light on, his door open. He's staying in a bungalow, so he stays... He's, his room's adjacent to mine, so he's more comfortable with that now um, than he was before. But I just... You could easily rationalise it and say it's a trick of the light or whatever. Yeah. And But I just... I was the one to... I never um, dwelled in it with him or, or, or whatever, but I just basically said, well, it's maybe just your eyes, blah, 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 and... And I'll, I'll leave the light on. If you need to come into your room, you can come into your room. Because I can remember when I was younger and I used to have the fear of the night and I'd, I'd be trying to get into my mum's room or whatever else. Oh, my God, yeah. Have yeah. the fear of somebody turn your light off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just all that. It's mad. But as yeah. I say as well on the podcast, like I, I'd thought where um, I was sitting on the couch one night and I and I, I, borrowed, I basically just quickly... Pulled myself room and, and there were other rooms behind me, but it's an open kind of mm. um, walkthrough. And I was sitting on the couch and I grabbed, and I must have forgot about something. And I said it in the podcast, I kind of spun myself around into the, the kitchen, the dining room kitchen. It was just all kind of open plan. And I kind of spun myself around. So I forgot to either turn the dishwasher off or something stupid. I couldn't remember, but something just kept my mind instantaneously. And I spun around and there was something in front of me to the point where I apologised. I thought it was my wife. And yeah. Then, and, it, and I said, oh, sorry. And then it was, there was nothing there. But then you rationalise that as well as it's um, a trick of the light or whatever. But I don't know, subconsciously at the time, I, I, I'm not, I kid you not, um, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, I've caught you. I mean, that's kind of, that's the first thing that came through my mind. It was mad. I mean, um, yeah, I, do, I, I have actually, I have actually got one more from really recently, if you want it. Yeah, not yeah. Not in Scotland. Yeah. No, it's okay. That's all right. Right. Okay. I work at um, a children's home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got, um, we work with children um, with challenging behaviours. So, you know, children with autism and different things who, who for various reasons, yeah. um, aren't at home. And some of my shifts, you're, well, you don't have to, but you can sleep in. So mm-hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll spend the night there. And one of the homes is a little cottage where you sleep in a single bed in a bedroom there. You're locked in the, the bedroom. Um, not for any sinister reasons, just for like your own privacy and all that. Yeah. And the cottage, it, it's got, I think it's got quite a lovely vibe. It's, I always feel very comfortable there. And this was probably about uh, three months ago. And again, it was one of those weird things. It's probably the closest thing I've had to the little girl thing mm-hmm. um, since. And I can't, I've tried, I've told people at work and some are like, oh, you know, believe me and other things like load, load of rubbish. But I can't stress how real it was. Mm-hmm. So I was laying in bed. I was facing a wall. So like, you know, facing a wall. And I was, woke again, I was woken up. I didn't wake up. I was woken up. Mm-hmm. And I, all I could hear were like keys jingling. And now I always leave my keys in the door. So if I need the loo in the night, all goes back to going to the toilet in the night, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I know where they are and I can sneak out without waking anybody up, you know. 
And so I could hear the keys in the, the door and it sounded like the door handle was being pushed down. And my, immediately, my immediate thought was, oh, God, one of the kids, I forgot to lock the door, one of the kids is coming into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And didn't scare me because, you know, the, the, the kids I work with are brilliant. Um, but I did kind of think, right, how am I going to play this? Um, and we'll call this kid randomly. We'll call, we'll call them Diane, you know, for argument's sake. And so I was lying there, I was thinking, right, what am I going to do? And I thought, right, I'm just going to steadily turn my head over. So, like, I'm making eye contact with them and say, hello, Diane. And I felt one on my side and somebody was leant over me. I could see out the corner of my eye there was, like, um, I suppose a black shape. Mm-hmm. I could feel somebody looking at me. Somebody had their head bent over me. Mm-hmm. So I was laying there and I got about, I got as far as like, hello, and looked and there's nothing there, <laughs> absolutely nothing there. So I got my phone that I always, I have in bed because I listen to podcasts when I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I had my torch on and shone it over the room and the keys were in the door, the door was shut, everything was as it should be. Wow, that's mad. Uh, it, it was really, really, really weird. And I think and it always makes me think back to strange familiars. You know, when, like, really mental things happen mm-hmm. and you think, you know, oh, you'd be running down the street screaming in your pants. Mm-hmm. But, no, you go back to sleep. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I did. I turned over. I went back to sleep. And what was even weirder is I woke up. I forgot about it. I forgot about it for probably about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I only remembered it when me and my colleague were in this house because um, the young person had gone away for a home visit and we were talking about stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I just remember what happened to me the other night. And, you know, from that point, sort of told everybody. Um, but, yeah, just like, oh, right, okay, I'm just going to go back to sleep now and forget about it. It's, it's totally mad how you... Yeah instantaneously rationalise yeah. it and intend to just put it at the back of your mind. Well, you, know I mean? That's... you know, it was it was a big deal. You know, none of us are getting out much lately. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I may have seen a ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was quite a big deal, but nah, just, you know, forget about it. And I, it I do think that mad with the, with the the black shapes and, and kids reporting it and all that kind of stuff. And when I was looking at the... When I started looking at chronologically stuff that happened in my old house, and I, I knew some stories, but I was like asking my sisters and stuff and, and going through it. And I even got to the point where I asked, um, it's in one of my later podcasts after, after when I'd done the, the Timothy, but it's because um, I got a bit of an update on the story about the house. Mm. And I even I, call, I managed to contact my neighbor as well and asked, and the same with the attached house I stayed in. So I said, it didn't happen to you next door of that. So yeah, he had sisters and that as well. So he got back to us and he said, I've asked the sisters and stuff, and they said, no, nothing, nothing happened in the house next door. She said, but they said in the last house they stayed before they got there, there was a black thing standing at the bottom of their bed. And it's just like, yeah. and that's, it's mad. It's like, the people are just loads of people seeing these things. And just, they're just seen, they're seen to like bottom of the bed, not they? I know when I was really little and lived in sort of like the first house I ever lived in with my mum and dad, mm-hmm. and... I'm not saying these are actual things that actually happened, do you know what I mean? But they're things that are kind of 
I remember. Yeah. On two occasions, I couldn't tell you how far they were between. I couldn't tell you how old I was, apart from maybe saying I was below 10. Mm-hmm. Waking up and seeing um, a cowled figure. Um, and what the only... A what figure? Uh, like cowled, like yeah. um, in a robe. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I wouldn't say monk as such, to be fair. That's probably not accurate. The mm. only thing, oh my God, I don't know if you've ever, I can't remember which film it is. It was, you know, like one of the Christmas Carol films. Yeah. And I can always remember, you know, the ghost of Christmas is to be or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And he was like a really freaky. Um, you could never really see his face. I think yeah, yeah. right at the end, maybe you saw his skull and you saw his bony hand, but he was dressed in like just um looked like he got a big blanket put over him, really, you know, you could but you could just sort of see where the face was meant to be and stuff. Mm-hmm. They looked like that. Mm-hmm. And that happened twice. I remember on both times. I did, I was frightened. <laughs> Thinking like, oh my god, you know, and then just hiding under my the duvet. Mm-hmm. And waiting for it to get daylight. Um, that's mad. I yeah. mean, as I just it's going back to the whole thing, the kids again. I think like that they just perceive these things differently, and like through the veil or whatever. You know what I mean? And then you, you get you just got less crap clutter in your mind. If I well, that's probably it. And that, see yeah. that you saying that right? And it was I was thinking the other day about it, and I was like, well, why did I? Because I've not really seen much in my lifetime. Like when I was younger, like as I said in the podcast, I was, I was supposed to have seen something in my room when I was younger. I mean, below five. Yeah. And I used to always say there was a tall man with a suit and dark glasses. And I used to say he was there quite a lot. And it used to totally freak my mum out. Hmm. And But I was like, like really young. And my sister, they can, like, to the point where they can all really remember that. I mean, like my sisters, my mum and all that kind of stuff. And uh, my mum's deceased now, you know what I mean? But it was like, I could, that was a story. I could remember it, you know what I mean? But they used to say, I used to see some in my room, see it like when I was about in that, this thing. But I was thinking the other day, if that was a thing that I seen, the, the black thing, like in when I spun and I seen it, the reason did I see it at the end because my mind was blank and I wasn't really thinking. It was like an instantaneous thought I had in my head and I kind of spun round with nothing else in my mind. Yeah, seeing things out the corner of your eye. I've always seen things out the corner of my eye. Ah, totally. Like, I, well, I, I, know, I understand that. So, I mean, it's like it's, um, the amount of people you, you, you see these wee things or whatever and you just rationalise it or put it by. I think most people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people probably will maybe, like ourselves, maybe dwell on it and try to suss it out or try to work it out that more than some others. And it's like my, my wife is, she'd be the first person to just try and like blatantly no one to look at it any further. But I mean, there's that, there's that much kind of stuff out there. And there's that much stuff out there that, like some of the stories that I relayed, it was a case of, we hadn't really talked about any of them to anybody. It's, and there's, as I said, there's, I think everybody's got stories and it's just who chooses to actually tell them. You know I mean? Yeah. Every family's got something. Um, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, although the amount of stuff I've seen and living where we live, I'm still, I'd still consider myself to be quite skeptical. I know that probably sounds really. I'm the exact same. I mean, I, but, I, I, I need yeah. to. I, I'm the exact same. I, I, I think I'm a, a. I don't know what's the word for it. You know what I mean? I'm 
I know what I'm saying. I know what skeptical, I've heard. A skeptical believer. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Open-minded skeptic. Is that uh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll have to see if uh, if I can think of anything more Scot- Scotland related. Mm-hmm. I'll um, I know my, to be honest, I know my dad actually think that he stayed in like an old scout hut in Scotland, and I can't remember where that was. Mm-hmm. But that was really freaky, and my mom's quite skeptical, and I know she um, experienced a few things there. So. I'll have to see what I can dig up for you. Yeah, I'll keep in touch if there's anything else weird. Thanks very much. And uh, it's been really nice speaking to you. And uh, I'll keep in touch. All right. Okay, mate. See you soon. See you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.